If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You're listening to the Gold Digger podcast episode number 292. If you know me, you know that I love to move fast from hiring to pushing content out into the world. I go before I'm ready and I make decisions quickly. I often lean on gut intuition. I pivot at lightning speed on instinct. And I really do believe that done is better than perfect. Now, I don't like to wait around long for life to happen to me. Like life is so short and there are so many opportunities out there. And I find it to be a blessing that I'm a fast thinker and a good decision maker. It's allowed me to chase down dreams quickly and to be okay if I do make a mistake because I know I'll bounce right back and I'll make another quick decision to get me right back on track. I mean, I was speaking on a stage earlier this year and I got asked to explain a line in my Instagram bio. The line says imperfectly leading women. And I laughed because I've never claimed to have all of the answers, but I have promised to bring you on the journey with me. That's just how I roll. But there's one thing I did recently that was hyper speed, even for me. I created and recorded a brand new program, a brand new course in seven days flat. Yes, over the course of seven days with the help of one team member, I conceptualized, mapped out, recorded, and put my own Jenna spin on my most recent course, The Podcast Lab. Now, you might be thinking, she has this huge team of people to help her, or she's already made a bunch of courses, so she's way ahead of me. Yes, I have an amazing team of awesome support, and yes, I have made other courses in the past, but this was a feat that is totally reachable and doable for you to achieve too, even if you don't have a team or experience creating online courses. In fact, I kind of took you on the journey with me via Instagram stories, and there were so many questions you were throwing at me that I knew I had to put together a full episode breaking down my process. Now, before I dive in, I have to share a little bit more context behind this episode. I was on the phone with my friend Amy Porterfield, and I was telling her about how we did this. And if you know Amy, she's super methodical. She's a perfectionist in the best way. She plans everything out perfectly before she shares it with the world. And she told me, Jenna, you have to share this. One, because I want to listen, but two, because people think that making a program takes like a year and this could totally change the game. 
Now, Amy is one of my dearest friends. You just heard from her on this very podcast. She's a person on speed dial when it comes to business. And she was my first mentor. Like the first online course I ever took was created by her. I recently shared about it. And starting tomorrow, if you're catching this the day that this episode airs and over the next few days, Amy is going to be hosting a free webinar all about the three behind the scenes secrets to digital course success, how to build, launch and grow a thriving digital course business without hiring a giant team, without the constant overwhelm or the momentum crushing question, what the heck do I do next? And here's the thing. I have my seat all pulled up to the table to learn from the master herself, so I want to invite you along to do the same. So head to learnfromamy.com and save your seat. Learn from my mentor and right alongside me, I am so pumped because not only is she teaching on her webinar, but she's also sharing about her program, the Digital Course Academy, and she is the only teacher on the internet that I've purchased every single program she's created out there. So since she only opens this course up once a year, I don't want you to miss your chance. I can promise you one thing that regardless of if you buy, you are going to learn so much from her. So head to learnfromamy.com. I will see you there. I will be inside. And I hope that the Jenna Kutcher tribe shows up loud and proud. Okay, without further ado, today I am sharing exactly how I did it, how I built a program in seven days flat, step by step. The podcast lab was unlike any of my other courses because we built it and launched it so fast. And today I'm sharing the process behind how we strategically created, recorded, laid out, reverse engineered, and launched an incredible course faster than any of the others I've ever done. Are you ready? You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Thanks to Me Undies for supporting Gold Digger. Me Undies are made with soft, sustainable fabric and available in sizes extra small to 4XL. Me Undies are made for your self expression. New fun prints drop every Tuesday, and members get access to exclusive prints every month. To get 15% off, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash gold digger. So how exactly did I do it? Well, the first thing is to start with the end result. The first place to start when creating an online program is determining an end result. In fact, I did an entire episode on how we do this. So scroll back to our episode that aired May 14th called How to Reverse Engineer the Result You Want because it breaks down this point entirely. But whenever I create a new program, I always start with the end result and then work backwards. One of the main questions I get asked over and over is, some iteration of how to start a podcast or what equipment I use or how I picked my name or theme or how I get it out into the world and get people to actually tune in and listen. 
Pay attention to the questions that you get asked more than once because that is where you hold the power to impact and to inspire change. Now, to me, if people are asking a question, there's probably even more people wondering the same thing but aren't asking or relying on a Google search bar. And before you trick yourself and think, well, yeah, I get asked about XYZ all the time, but there are already a million programs out there. Let's think about it. I mean, I am of the belief that there's enough room for everyone in the online world. And so many people spout that blogging and podcasting and social media influencing are oversaturated markets. But we all have unique voices and experiences and opinions that are worth sharing, which is why I wanted to package up all my tools in my toolbox for others to start and record and launch and promote and monetize their own podcast. And yes, there are a handful of other programs out there on the topic, but there was a huge market void and I decided that I was going to be the one to fill it and I was going to fill it fast. That was my why behind starting the podcast lab. Just like podcasting, course creation is not an oversaturated market. If you're an expert in an area or have the ability to share your experiences and knowledge, you can totally create a course. It's as simple as that. And here's the thing. I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking there's probably a lot of crappy courses out there. And there probably is. But if you take on a mentor that teaches you how to make a program that can get people real results, then you're using your knowledge or experience to make an impact. And bonus, you're getting paid for it. Think with me here. If you have knowledge that can save someone time, make them money, or simply just add more joy to their life, then you have what it takes to create a program. Here are courses that I myself have purchased with my own money in my lifetime. Doodling for iPads, a newborn sleep class, a step-by-step to freezer meals, at-home workout programs, a gluten-free guidebook, video editing, graphic design, baby-led weaning, meditation courses. The list goes on and on and on, and those aren't even any of the business courses that I've paid for. Now, if you know how to provide value for a consumer, you're going to be golden. So when you're considering the course you want to create, think about what your customer will get out of it. I always start my courses by picturing that end result. What value will someone receive by purchasing, completing, and applying this course to their own life or business? For the podcast lab, I wanted to give participants a five-step process to plan, create, launch, promote, scale, and monetize their podcasts in 30 days. And that sounds like a lot, right? But the whole program can be completed in under a few hours. Like my goal for all of my programs is that you can take them in just one day. So I came up with this end result by measuring it with a SMART goal metric. And we've all heard of SMART goals, but as a quick reminder, they're the goals that are specific, measurable, relevant, attainable, and timely. Users who purchase and complete the course will get a hyper-specific five-step process that they can track and measure as they go. And it's relevant because the people opting into the course are wanting to start a podcast and this process lays out the A to Z map for them. And here's the thing, it is attainable. We're all capable of starting a podcast, but my process is all about teaching, not just starting and recording it, but the secrets behind how to market and monetize it for long-term growth and success as well. 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Now, monetizing, I get asked all the time how our podcast actually brings in money. And I realized that no other programs were breaking that piece of the puzzle down. So I taught on three different ways that you can monetize the show, even if you're just starting out and don't have any numbers yet. And finally, it's timely because I'm giving a timestamp, 30 days. That's reasonable, but not too urgent. If I said you'll launch it in a week, that might be off-putting to some people, especially people with jobs and families and all of the other daily responsibilities that we all have. If I said you'll launch it in a year or even three months, it's also super unattractive to potential participants because it's easy to lose sight of that end goal. Because it's easy to lose sight of that end goal if it's a year or several months out. It becomes too big and too long of a project that they might not even want to take it on. 30 days, one month, for me, that's timely and attainable. 
Now, we can put a couple things on hold for a month to pursue a big goal like starting a podcast. And for me, it seemed fitting for the amount of work to be done in getting a podcast created, but not too much time that people get stuck in the weeds. And spoiler, 30 days is how long I gave myself from the idea to the launch in starting this very show. Just 30 days. That was it. So here's the thing about starting with the end result. It gives people a ruler to hold up to your course saying, did this program live up to its promise? It should be a really clear and simple yes or no and not deviate based on people's perceptions or definitions of success. If you don't give people that ruler of a promise, then they will hold your program up to their own idea of success. And it's really important that you just paint that picture for them and paint it well. So that's exactly why we start with the end result first. Now, maybe you're wondering, well, how the heck do I determine what my course or program should cover? Coming up with the idea for the podcast lab was really simple for me. If I'm being honest, I have a list of about 10 different courses that I would create if I had the time and the energy and the bandwidth to not just create them, but to launch them. And I love teaching. Like I love teaching that much that I just want to keep creating programs and courses to get people results. Now, obviously, I've been podcasting for a few years and had a good handle on the basics of getting it set up, what kind of equipment to recommend, what to do and what not to do along the way. So the podcast lab, it seemed like the natural next step for my business and teaching others about something that had become second nature to me and a huge piece of my business and that I was getting asked about all the time anyways. I mean, it was kind of a no brainer. Now, here's the other piece of the pie that I want to share because I contemplate in sharing this, but I think it's really important. The reason why we had such a tight timeline for the podcast lab and the reason why we created it when we did was because I was a part of an amazing bundle. I don't know if you guys remember, it was the entrepreneur bundle. It was $99 and you got 25 amazing programs inside of it. And when I got asked to be a part of the bundle, they had asked if I'd be willing to discount my other programs like the Instagram lab or the list to launch lab. And here's the thing. I have never discounted any of my courses and I will never do that because I believe that they are absolutely worth every single penny. And so I made a decision. I said, yeah, I really want to be a part of this bundle. I want to be a part of this group of women that are educating people and changing the world for entrepreneurs. But if I'm going to do this, then I want to come out with a fresh new program that is exciting and accessible for my audience. And so that gave us a tight timeline. I mean, the bundle was amazing as it was, but it was also this amazing incentive for us to finally create a program that we had been talking about creating for over a year. So just to give you that extra context, I believe in my program so much that I would never discount the price so much so that I decided to create a brand new program in seven days flat so that it could be a part of this amazing bundle. Creating a course doesn't have to be this enormous undertaking where you offer participants, the moon and the stars and everything in between. I would argue that we all know more than we think, like we all have expertise in some area that could benefit others. So before you start Googling or doing a ton of research about what people want to learn about or what else is out there or what the recent data is showing, first, just sit down with a good old fashioned pen and notebook and do a brain dump, like literally dump all of the information out of your brain, write down 
all the info that's living in your head based on your experience or profession or your background. Think about what do people come to you with questions about? What do they commonly want your help with? What do you know? What have you learned? Write it all out. So for me, the very first step after creating that SMART goal was that I started a Google Doc with one person on my team, and we just started creating a list of what steps I took to launch my show, and then we started filling in the blanks. I used to do tons of research on the content that I was creating. And while I felt like it was helpful, it was actually just muddying my brain. It only invoked doubt and it made me kind of halt the entire process. Like, have you ever done that where you research something to the point where you can't remember down from up and you walk away feeling like you're not even close to an expert? Like, knock it off. Sometimes the best thing you can do is to put your head down and stay in your lane. And there's no way I could have created a course in one week if I'd started on that research phase. So while it's tempting to start there, trust me on this and first start with a brain dump of everything you already know. Like I create educational courses based on my own experiences first, the experiences of my students or the people that I'm teaching second, and then off of proven marketing strategies third. So starting the course creation process with reading about how someone else is doing it differently or they got different results, it can only add confusion and muddy the information that you might really want to share. You also might end up adding things that simply aren't necessary by over-researching. So I just want to caution you in that part. Now, of course, we don't know what we don't know. So you might have to do a little bit of research. I'm not slamming research. I'm just saying don't start there. Like you might have to research topics you don't have fully fleshed out or an experience with certain specifics, but that's further down the road in the creation process. Like research is always encouraged, but it's not where to start. If you know something works because you've seen it work, don't go out of your way to do more research and add more unnecessary work for yourself. Now, let me give you one tip. And if you hear only this, listen up. Like if you're getting distracted or if you're paying attention to something else, come back to me right now. Listen to this. Do not overcomplicate your course. A course doesn't need to be this giant directory that answers every single question on every topic in the entire world. Truth be told, I am most attracted to programs that are super simple, and that's how I build mine out too. Like I want people to get through it in a day or two at the most so that they can get results faster. Like it is so tempting, especially when you're first starting out to want to throw in everything and the kitchen sink because simply charging for your knowledge feels totally crazy. I get that. But cut the fluff, keep it super straightforward, include only the necessary steps, leave out the rest and remain focused on getting users results quickly. If you start throwing in all kinds of extras and bells and whistles and too much information, people are more likely to only complete a module or two and then fall off the bandwidth. If you want and desire longevity as an educator, make your program simple, get people results quickly because no one is going to buy another program from you if they never got results the first time. Think about it. So once I determine the course that I want to create, I first do a big brain dump of what I know and of my process. Then I do my research on other similar programs out there. So for the podcast lab, I looked at other courses that taught about creating podcasts and specifically tried to find if they were lacking anything that I could offer. I set a timer for one 
hour, just one hour. And I did my research on what was already out there. And that was it. So don't let this consume you. But do take a few minutes to see what's already on the market to give you confidence and to put your own mark on things. Look for feedback or reviews. See if there's anything specific where you can fill in holes or add a new spin to it. We actually found that there were only a few podcasting courses out there. Most of them were led by men and many of them didn't cover promotion or marketing. And a lot of the content was overcomplicated and overwhelming for someone who simply just wants to start and start quickly without having a major investment. Very few covered monetization or launch strategies, especially in great detail or length. And those are things I am so passionate about. So while simply starting a podcast is great, if you want to market or monetize that, you need the steps and the tools to do that too. And I made sure to rock those modules since most courses glazed over that content or missed it all together. So as a refresher, you come up with your SMART goal. So this is going to be the ruler where somebody at the end of your course, they can say, did this live up to the promise? Yes or no. So you want to make sure that you cover that After you have that goal, then I want for you to do a brain dump, whether it's a Google Drive doc or you sit down with a pen and paper, drop out all of the knowledge in your brain, all of the steps you've taken, the things that you've gotten to get yourself or others results. Then set a timer and do one hour of research. See what else is out there. See what other programs are like that. Read reviews, figure out how am I going to make this different? How am I going to stand out? What kind of spin can I put on it to make it unique? And then we're going to move on. So you're probably wondering, well, how exactly do we build out the podcast lab in seven days? And I'm going to tell you everything. So once I landed on the final result for the podcast lab, it sort of became the tagline. The podcast lab, it's your five-step process to plan, create, launch, promote, scale, and monetize your podcast in 30 days flat. Really, once you have that topic and your smart goal-oriented end result, the rest of the pieces come together quicker than you might think. So I'm going to walk you through each step that we took to get this course created and launched in just about a week. Number one, break down the content. After coming up with our end result and making sure it was specific, measurable, relevant, attainable, and timely, we broke the overarching goal into five main steps that would then become the modules. I aim for each of my programs to either be a three-step or a five-step process. I feel like it helps give a starting point, a middle, and an end, and based on how simple or complex the program will be, it gives a good structure to help people understand the undertaking when they join. So go back through that brain dump that you did and start organizing the information and laying out each step logically so that you can see the start, middle, and end that will naturally become the main structure of your course. Each step is a significant piece of the puzzle to launching a podcast, and here they are. So planning, recording, publishing, launching, and monetizing. That makes sense, right? And this doesn't mean that we just had five or six huge lessons or modules. Within each step, there were smaller sub-steps that we then broke down and listed out so that a user can quickly and easily consume the exact content that they need versus having to sit down and watch hour-long modules waiting for that one piece that they were really looking for. We try to keep each lesson between five and 20 minutes because it's way easier to complete and consume and it makes you actually feel like you're making progress. I know for me as a mom, like I don't know when I get an hour of uninterrupted time. So I love having shorter digestible modules to consume at my own pace. 
On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, number two, Post-it notes. Hear me out. This is one of the best hacks and secrets in creating curriculum. A lot of times when you get the brain dumped down, it kind of just sort of looks like this jumble of information. And so I do my best to get the main overarching topics down and I'll write them on post-it notes. And then if I'm really fancy, I'll grab a different color or size of post-its and I'll keep on breaking it down to know which lessons will go into these five main modules or buckets that I defined as the steps needed to take. Once I have all of those written on post-it notes, I'll sit at my kitchen island and I'll categorize based on the order of steps and what makes sense. So what needs to happen first, second, third, etc. And it helps me to see it all and rearrange without confusing myself. Like I legitimately like to map out courses using post-it notes and write down every single step people will need to do. So start to lay out an order that you can change and you can move those post-it notes around and edit as you start to create the content that will be in side of each module. If you are feeling stuck in the curriculum piece, this just might be the hack that changes that for you. Seriously, guys, try it out. I think what happens is a lot of times people just make this laundry list of things that they want to teach people and they can't actually see what the sequential order is going to be or how it's all going to make sense and be an A to Z blueprint. And so having the post-it notes and being able to kind of move and edit and change and put something before the other thing, it is so helpful. Now, the next thing is micro modules. So I covered breaking down the content and using post-it notes. Now let's talk about micro modules. So inside each of the five main steps, we created a breakdown of the nitty gritty details so that nothing was glazed over or forgotten. I realized that not everyone needs every single step, but I want to make sure that all of the tiny things that might trip you up are covered inside of the program. The benefit of having micro modules versus doing really long drawn out modules is that if you ever have to edit or update those modules, it's far easier to update a five-minute module than to re-record a 60-minute walkthrough. We ended up creating these micro modules or short little lessons to keep things super digestible. This also helps people to pick, choose, and consume only the content that they really want and need. It kind of organizes it from a really great bird's eye view so that users can personalize their experience within each module, kind of like a choose your own adventure style, but for learning. So for example, if somebody bought the course and they already had a recording set up, then they could just skip that section and move on instead of being stuck watching a 30 minute module and wondering when the content would actually apply to them. I think this is super important because I know as a consumer, I've bought in courses and programs just to get a few of the modules, not to watch the whole thing. Like somebody promises that they're going to share a tip or a tool or a strategy that help them do X, Y, and Z. And that's all I really care about. So I've bought programs just for a portion of them. And so having micro modules helps people get exactly what they came there for and get them results faster. 
So after we have the micro modules, we're pretty much ready. So the foundation is laid, the framework is set up. Now we are on to script creation. So after we lay out those modules and the lessons within them via sticky notes, we start creating the scripts. Now I literally write my scripts in Google Drive and I start typing the exact information that I need to communicate. I write as though I'm having a conversation with a friend, which makes it a whole lot easier to record and easier for viewers to follow because it's in an approachable tone. If you struggle with writing this way, one idea for you is to voice record yourself teaching or explaining something and then either get it transcribed by someone for a few dollars or sit down and re-listen to what you said and make a script based on that recording. At this point, I'm used to scripts. Like I use scripts for things like the show I'm recording right now, just because it helps me stay on topic and deliver on our promises. So scripts are second nature for me, but essentially I just sat down and created the meat of the course once I had the framework in place. I'll take those paragraphs that I've written or typed, break them up into small chunks that will be the narration of each slide on our presentation. I go slide by slide, giving one to three sentences per slide and create that script right in the Google Doc. The nice thing about scripts is that you don't get flustered and you can deliver specific content in a really quick and concise way. If you're like me, without having scripts, you might end up rambling or talking about one point way longer than necessary or elaborating on stories that don't make an impact. And if you don't have the exact thing that you want to communicate in front of you, you might go off on a tangent that isn't actually helping people reach the end result. So for me, I would way rather sound a tiny bit scripted than put out any sort of fluff or unnecessary content into a program. Like I have been in courses where I'm like, get to the point. I don't need to hear your stories. I just want to learn. And so I make sure that my courses are very, very to the point and there's no unnecessary information. So for me, that looks like creating scripts. If you don't want to have scripts, it's great to at least have your points mapped out and in front of you to keep you right on track as you record your modules. This will also help you get them done in less takes, which saves time on editing and all kinds of things down the road. And don't forget, if you ever need to edit or tweak anything and you do use scripts, you have them ready to edit so you don't have to reinvent the wheel on the next go around. So while it might take a little bit more time up front, it ends up saving you time in the long run. I mean, we just ran into this. We were switching something up in one of my programs because we're constantly updating them. So we just pulled the old script and the old slides. We dropped in the new content. I could sit down and record that micro module, drop it into the course and have that updated information done in less than an hour. But if I didn't have all of those things laid out intentionally, it would have taken me a lot longer to recreate it. Speaking of slides, let's talk about them next. Tip five is slides. So once we build out the scripts, then I create the slides. Now I legitimately have one keynote template that was designed professionally for my brand and I use it for every single course that I create. I paid a few hundred dollars and had a designer make me a beautiful template that has about 20 slide designs that I can plug my content into and I can keep things super uniform on brand and cohesive. Since I had the scripts done and written out, I could create a keynote presentation super quickly for each module. The slides that you create should be incredibly simple. They should really only have a handful of key bullets or short and sweet sentences on them covering the main takeaway or point. Now, creating the slide should be relatively easy at this part of the process if you have a decent template to 
work off of. And note that this is not where you totally rewrite the script and purge all the information you have onto the slides. If it's your first course, I would suggest creating your own template on Keynote if you're tech handy or hiring a designer for an affordable flat fee to get a nice branded template that you can use over and over and over again. For me, I use Keynote. Keynote is my choice, but PowerPoint works just as well too. And I do want to note this. A lot of times people feel like if they want to create a course, they need to hire a video production team and they have to have hair and makeup and wardrobe and they need to have a set. They have to do all of these takes. And if you have a program that you can teach without showing your face, oh my gosh, you guys, start that way. One, it makes things super editable. So if I had a whole team come in, I had my makeup done and hair done, and then all of a sudden, a month from now, something changed on a platform and I needed to change it, would I have to hire everyone to come back just to match that quality? But two, I don't know about you, but I don't watch a lot of programs. I love to listen to them. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in alignment with me on that. And so if the barrier to enter for you is the production value, I cannot recommend going this route more. Just have slides, create a script. You don't need to be on camera. You don't have to have a video team. You can put out incredible content with a very low barrier to entry and you can get people results. And so if you've ever taken any of my programs, I very rarely actually show my face because you don't need to see my face to learn from me. I care more about my strategies than the way I look. And that's just my perspective on it. So lastly, after you have the slides, if you decide to go that route, the only thing left to do is record. So after the script is written and the slides are made, everything is good to go in recording the course. Now, full disclosure, I am a new mom with zero opportunity to sit down and record hours of content at a time in peace and quiet. Like right now, Drew is upstairs and we created a barrier so the dogs couldn't come downstairs and the baby and him are playing, but it is really hard for me to get focused quiet time. And so since I had everything ready to rock and I was following my process of batch working where I focused on one part all the way through to completion versus recording module by module over a series of days, I knew I wanted to knock out all of the recording in one sitting. So when the day came to record, the house was a little busy with the dogs running around and the baby squealing. And I know we're really lucky. She doesn't actually cry very much, but it also doesn't really serve a place in a professionally designed course. I mean, baby squeals are really cute, but probably not in a podcasting course. And so for me, I kind of got a little frustrated and I'm like, gosh, like, I don't think this vision is going to be possible for me to sit down and record this course in one sitting in the state of our house. And so I decided to pay $200 and I checked myself into a local hotel for a weekend to dedicate undistracted time to recording the entirety of the course. It was way easier for me to have a quiet space to knock it out and to focus on getting the whole thing done. All I brought with me to the hotel was my microphone, my little microphone sound reducing box. It is literally a little storage cube with foam inside of it to help muffle sound, headphones, my computer, and my iPad. And the iPad wasn't totally necessary, but if you do have one, it's a really nice way for you to use the scripts as you narrate the slides. So essentially, I just had a really simple setup. I set it up right in the hotel room, and then I recorded each module inside of Keynote. I would save the ScreenFlow file in case I needed to do any future edits, and then I saved the finished video file. 
It only took me four hours total to record the entire program, including all of the little lessons. And I used ScreenFlow while I narrated my slides using the scripts. And so it was really easy once I got set up since I had prepared each piece ahead of time. Once I finished, Drew and Conley met me for dinner and ended up crashing my hotel party. And then I kicked them out the next morning and recorded four solo shows in one sitting until I hit checkout time. Like I literally stayed until the very last minute because uninterrupted work time is hard to come by in this season of life. And so I was going to take full advantage of having that quiet hotel room. Now I have to give Drew major dad kudos for handling Conley while I pumped out recording every module of the podcast lab. And while I know it's not possible for everyone to check into a hotel for a night to get work done, I would encourage you to ask for support from people in your life to be able to pursue the dreams on your heart. And trust me, if you follow my method and you prepare well in advance, the recording part actually doesn't take all that long. I now have a plan to book a hotel room once a month or once every few months because honestly, it's cheaper than getting an office space. And then we can loop in a mini staycation and enjoy it. And I get to enjoy my city from a different view all while getting quality work time in. Now, I wanted to share this because it's a main reason I was lucky enough to be able to create this course in a week. And maybe it's something you've never considered. It's an amazing option. Also, funny story, but the resort found out I was staying and their marketing team follows me online. And so while I was recording, I got a knock on the door and I immediately thought I did something wrong or I was being too loud and I like kind of panicked. And in reality, they were standing on the other side of the door with a bottle of champagne wishing me luck on recording my program. I died laughing. It was just funny because I'm like, shoot, am I being too loud? I can't believe I'm getting in trouble right now. So anyways, after you get done recording, you have to upload. So after the recording was complete, I uploaded every lesson of my course to my favorite platform of choice, the only platform I've ever used for my courses, which is Kajabi. And if you've ever taken any of my paid programs, they are all built inside of Kajabi. And so I saved all of the files while recording into a folder on my computer and on a hard drive. And then once they were all recorded and edited down, which I did myself in ScreenFlow, it literally took a few minutes. Then I took the time to upload and add descriptions and choose a cover image and so on. This is the most fun part of the process because you get to see it all come to life. And Kajabi makes it look so beautiful and professional for you. They take all of the hard work out of it and help you create a beautiful, easy to take course for your students. I can't recommend them enough. I actually have a link to check them out and I have a really cool offer. So if you're contemplating using Kajabi, head to today's show notes at jennacutcherblog.com slash create course. There's a really crazy offer that no one else has. So if Kajabi is in your future, trust me, head to jennacutcherblog.com slash create course. Well, guys, there you have it. That is all it takes to create a course. And in this case, it only took seven days from conceptualization to recording and uploading and getting it out into the world. Here's the thing you got to remember, you can always make edits and changes down the line. So don't stress about going over it 102 times before you push it out into the world. Honestly, trends and details probably will change over the years. So odds are you're going to have to go back in and make edits like we are constantly updating and tweaking my programs. And since this isn't our first rodeo, our system supports the ability to add, tweak and change without a ton of extra work. 
Remember, nothing is final. So it's better to get it done and out there than to hold on to that information that could bring so much value to others. Not sharing something with the world because it isn't perfect yet isn't what legacies are made of, friends. Taking messy action, sharing imperfectly, and being bold are so that people can get results. I cannot wait to see what courses you create and change the world with. All it takes is a little tapping into your gifts and knowledge, some planning, and a chunk of time to put it all together. So are you guys excited about course creation? Like, did this just fire you up? Are you already thinking of things that you can teach the world or ways that you can share your expertise with others? Because if you are, I want to remind you, my friend, Amy Porterfield, the guru of online courses, the woman who taught me almost everything that I know is teaching a free live webinar, the three behind the scenes secrets to digital course success, how to build, launch and grow a thriving digital course business without hiring a big team, without the constant overwhelm or the momentum crushing question. What the heck do I do next? I don't know about you, but that sounds amazing. And I already have my seat saved. So head to learnfromamy.com check out her webinar. I am so excited to be there. She's going to cover the major mindset shift that all successful digital course owners adopt as they begin to create their first profitable course, real life examples of profitable digital courses that you can create in your own business and how to double down on the one that's most likely to be a runaway hit in your market, the most simple and effective recording strategy that dramatically cuts down on time and production costs, yet still delivers an amazing course that students are excited to pay for and the single most effective way to sell your course and why you must know this right out the gate to stay motivated through the entire course creation journey. Again, head to learnfromamy.com. I'm so excited about her training and I really hope that I get to see you inside of that. Just a reminder, it's happening tomorrow if you're catching this the day this show airs. Oh, and lastly, if all of this talk about podcasting or our courses piqued your interest and got you curious, head to jennacutcher.com slash business, and you can find out more information about the podcast lab along with any of my other programs. Again, that's jennacutcher.com slash business. All of my programs are right there for you to scope out and see if any of them are the fit for where you're currently at in your business. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. 
Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.